Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Spending some time reconnecting with nature this summer? Here's a camping hack from L.L. Bean to make your next trip the best yet. Tired of your tentmate's flashlights shining in your eyes in camp? Bring an empty half-gallon milk jug or clear water bottle. Simply strap a headlamp around it, and it becomes a soft white lantern for everyone to see the light. For more camping hacks, visit youtube.com slash L.L. Bean. L.L. Bean. Be an outsider. Hey now, it's Brace for Impact, and I'm your host, Mike Gilbert. And I'm joined once again. The the, the man returns. Uh, JD by God Oliva. How you doing, JD? Oh, it's okay. Just uh, had a meet tonight, though. You know, kind of tired. Looking very forward to these finals coming up. So I'm white, man. Yeah, I bet, man. We're uh, we're actually starting later than than uh, than usual, but it was cool. I got a little bit of extra time with the family tonight, it. so that was good. No, it's all good. Um, but, uh, we, we had a fun, we got a fun show to review, at least a fun main event to, to yeah. review the rest of it was, uh, was a uh, pretty wonky, but before we get started, I wanted to, um, I wanted to give a shout out to our friend, uh, Josh Nason from, uh, the wrestling observer newsletter website. Uh, he has a radio show on that network called, uh, Josh Nason's punch out. And for whatever reason, he reached out to me and asked me to be on his show. And so we actually uh, recorded uh, a couple of days ago. We did about an hour, maybe an hour and 15 minutes. And uh, we talked about all the big stories for the month of June, man. And it was a lot of fun. June? Yeah, yeah. Really? So what is he's doing is, yeah, he, well, he brings on a different guest. And okay. you think he goes through all the big stories in the month of June. Can off the top of your head, what was probably the biggest story that that, that started in the month of June? Was that when the broke? The Vince McMahon thing broke. Yeah. 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 That's what I thought. <laughs> so, yeah. So, uh, so he brought on his least famous guest for the most famous story. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> we we talked it, about that. Did it get posted yet? No, it hasn't been posted yet. He said probably okay. maybe, maybe tomorrow. Yeah. But because, uh, he just did the May one. Um, so he's posting, um, since it's not, it's like evergreen content, it's not really time sensitive. So he okay. said probably by the end of the week, it'll be out. Yeah. But that was a lot of fun, man. It was really cool to talk to Josh. Uh, we, you know, as everybody knows, we kind of were fans of the observer and we, we read the recaps there every week and our buddy Josiah typically does the, the recaps, but he got, he got that gig because of Josh Nason. So Josh hooks a lot of people up, man, with, uh, with all kinds of cool content. That's awesome. I've never listened to a show before. I'm going to definitely have two with you. You're going to be on. So. Yeah. 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 If you've never listened to it, so you have to be a subscriber to the wrestling observer. Um, Check. That's yeah. That's a must. And so you're already, you're already there. So um should be good to go there. Sorry, I I have to get off of uh, I have to get off of their website right now though because I I don't know what's going on. So the there are there are pop ups on that website that drag my computer speed down big time. So I, are you sure? <laughs> are you sure you're not on Pro Wrestling Insider? Or, no, I'm yeah, not. So it, and it's really yeah. you know how like 
on PW Insider where they have like 10,000 pop-ups, mm-hmm. it's usually just one pop-up on the Observer. And whenever I click off of it, it still takes data in the back. So I got the notification like, hey, this website is using a bunch of your memory, whatever the fuck that means. So um, I had to get off of the website. So. Uh, um, but so sorry, Josiah, I can't use a recap tonight. I got to figure, I got to have somebody, uh, turn on a pop-up blocker. I'm stupid. I, I'll have to look that up. Old, uh, Dave Shear's site looks like a angel fire site from 1999 with all that yeah. spam and grossness and the... not the one, not the observer site. That site's great. Are we like talking? No. I feel like there's a delay. Yeah, so that's why I got off of that site because there was like oh, a, okay. there was a little bit of a delay there. Yeah, so we we will get this figured out. Okay, um, I think yeah, I think I think we're gonna go. Hey, so um, before we get into the recap, I thought this was a pretty interesting story. This is not breaking news, but uh, Josh Alexander, the the star of the show, he did an interview with Chris Van Vliet. Chris Van Vliet, uh, CVV himself, dude. That dude has interviewed every. He's interviewed everybody, man. Every top star. He's interviewed The Rock. Stone Cold, just all up and down. He's done a lot of interviews for uh, Impact. Well, he interviewed Josh Alexander this week, and uh, they got into his uh, free agency from earlier this year when he was like, when he left Impact, and it was like legit that his contract expired, and he actually had an offer on the table from AEW, but he ended up turning them down and uh, and said that he wanted to stay with Impact. He actually turned down an offer from AEW, which it doesn't seem like a lot of people are doing these days. Um, if the- <laughs> so it's interesting because we talked about this on the show. Um, <clears throat> the first Chicago Dynamite of the year, the one from February, which actually wound up being a pretty – noteworthy show in retro even though it showed a terrible ratings uh it was the first it was like the first one that hit the 800,000s this year that was the show that mjf beat cm punk and it was also the final appearance of brandy of uh, brandy Rhodes. yeah and she came out during ethan page's um deal and mentioned they only talked to him to get close to josh and we did in one of our uh clickbaity you know, segments come over to with, oh, we're going to play this up because we knew we didn't think there's anything to it. But because again, that, and then that was the last time Brandy was on Dynamite. Her and Cody were literally out the very next week. Mm-hmm. It's interesting because I'm willing to think, I'm willing to bet that maybe there is something. Took- Mike just texted me that my microphone is not connected and I have to fix it. <laughs> Stand by. I was, I was trying, I was trying not to interrupt your, your thing, but uh, well, I looked at my camera <laughs> and I'm like, oh crap, is that better now, Mike? That's better, yeah. Sorry. <laughs> guess what the guess what the video teacher forgot to do? He forgot to plug in his microphone <laughs> before the show started. As I said, I dude, just I was I was trying to be like a professional and not call you out on it. I sent you a private message. Oh no, it's too. Oh no, no, but you bury me in this case. This is <laughs> this is burial territory. I'm, yeah. bro. I'll be honest with you. I'm having a terrible day today. Like. I'm, we have two weeks before our finals, and we have a big project, and it was an absolute disaster today. Ugh. So I have to go to work. We have, to, we have a, a quad on Saturday, and I have a little kids tournament on Sunday with my son. It'll be his first one of the year. I have to go to work both of those days to catch up so my kids don't fail their final. Oh, my God. And then my team wrestled terrible tonight. Like... Please don't clip this. I want them to hear this. But they not, we won handily, but we should have won more than handily. And we were right. 
So I'm just, and now I come home and I'm the same way. I'm a professional video teacher, 20 years in the business. I didn't plug in my freaking microphone. <laughs> so this guy is having a day, let me tell yeah. you. So I'm well, sorry. You're, yes. you're, no, you're okay. You were talking about Josh Alexander and uh, uh, Brandy Rhodes' last appearance on AEW Dynamite, teasing that they were in negotiations with Josh. Which apparently was true. <laughs> they were trying yeah. to negotiate, which we didn't. I didn't think that was real at the time. I, we were just playing it up. Yeah. But apparently, they really were trying to get. And and again, why wouldn't they? Josh Alexander rules. Um, do you, here's a question: Do you think he took less money to stay with Impact? Um. So probably like overall, just because Impact works a lot less dates. But there was there have been rumors out there that. Impact has been competing with AEW on per date fees. Like so so say like so Andrade for instance was the was the big name that they actually they actually met they matched AEW's offer per date. Um but AEW is offering just so many more dates cuz they run weekly and sometimes twice a week mm-hmm. um that the that the total value at the end of the year was ended up being quite a bit more. So I think absolutely impact probably. And I don't think Josh was probably getting that big of an offer from AEW because um, yeah, he's a big star in impact, but he wasn't really an established, you know, big time star just yet. So um, he was probably getting one of those Ethan page kind of middle tier deals. Um, and I think absolutely impact probably were able to match that. And then he's like, well, so what, and one of the reasons why he said that he was going to stay in impact, he goes, he kind of seen what had been happening in AEW where a lot of people are getting brought in all at once. They get focused on for a couple of weeks and then they, they get forgotten about and then they get brought back and they forget, they get forgotten about again, um, which is what, kind of what happens when you stockpile a lot of talent, which is what they have been doing. And, and WWE has been doing it too. And it's really impact has really seen the, the brunt of that, <laughs> the brunt of them doing that. But he said he saw that and uh, he felt comfortable staying with impact. And uh, that's why he stayed. And I think, I think he made the right decision. I, oh, I think, I think so too. Yeah, um, if if he's happy with the money he's getting, he absolutely uh, he absolutely made the right decision. Plus, he gets to control his own uh, he gets to control his own independent dates. So yeah, which is always a good thing too. Especially, um, I think there's a lot more value to Josh Alexander as the Impact World Champion going to independent yeah. shows than just yeah. Josh Alexander on his own. You know, I think there is. Yeah. I think he's. I think his stock has significantly increased this year. I think he. Um, gambled on himself, right? And some people are like, oh, you want to be the this biggest? How's that phrase go? The the small, the biggest fish in the small pot, or whatever. Like, I yeah. I think in this case, I think there is. I think that's a great way to up your stock, is mm-hmm. to prove to be the top dog in a place, and then should the time come to move on, you can move on. Although I don't see them. I don't see a reason why they would why they would wouldn't want to hang out to Josh as long as humanly possible. And same with Josh. I think that um. I think he's a cornerstone in this promotion now. And I think they kind of need him because like we talked about, both companies are are in a spending freeze. It sounds like we're going to get some type of a rollout of Ring of Honor. And mm-hmm. I think that both companies, you know, Triple H keeps bringing back people that, you know, had a cup of coffee in his promotion. So I think that they're going to have to, uh, Impact specifically is going to have to do what they can to try to keep hold of people, including people who shouldn't be pushed more on that later <laughs> yeah yeah um so they actually did they actually did sign somebody new in that announcement came out earlier this week but we'll talk about that on the patreon um because i have some i have some thoughts there and i have i have a lot of thoughts that i'm going to reserve for for patreon but we'll go ahead and get into the show um like i said for the most part it was kind of a nothing show 
other than the main event, which is pretty similar to last week where it was kind of a ho-hum show and then you got to the main event of uh, Deanna Peraza and Mickey James and then they killed it. And uh, and so I get the feeling, and I don't know this for a fact, but there, there were not a lot of matches in that second Louisville taping. I think that there was a re- there's a reason why a lot of people miss those tapings and I don't know why. Maybe there was an illness going around, maybe there was a bug going around. Or maybe they decided just to not bring a lot of people. But I think there's absolutely a reason why um, Speedball and Alexander went 60 minutes and uh, Mickey James and Deanna Praza went another 30 minutes and why there's a lot more uh, vignettes and uh, skits in the in the background um, so, filling up these two episodes. So let's do some mainlander talk, Mike. I know you're off on your yeah. island, your island paradise, yeah. which is not covered in lava. <laughs> Thank you very no, much. No, I, I am lava free, by the way. Thank you for the, the two dozen people that asked. I love I'm on like two or three different um, message <laughs> chains with Mike, and he has a, a graphic ready to go if anyone yeah. asks if he's OK. So it's always, always entertaining. Anyways, um, there's a lot of stuff going around right now that's not just COVID. It's like this yeah. is the first year that everyone's decided, OK, we're going to really go back to normal. No strings attached. And all the old bugs were just like, yep. We're still around. There's really Dude. bad RSV right now. There's really yes. bad cases of flu. My 182 pounder, I haven't seen. We had a big tournament last weekend out in Iowa. I haven't seen him all week. He's been homesick all week. Yeah. My wife is super sick right now. My kid was hacking up along at wrestling practice last night. Like, there's a lot happening. So it would not surprise me if a lot of people were sick. And if you're sick, stay home. Don't make other people sick. Yeah, yeah. So I I had COVID, and then immediately after, my daughter got RSV, and that was her second time getting RSV. Really? So she, yeah, she maybe she's prone to it. I don't know, but it was her second time, and you know, and she's in preschool. She goes to preschool three days a week now, and so um, kids are just little money grubbing disease vectors, is what they are. They no just, kidding. <laughs> <laughs> they just constantly getting each other sick and they constantly getting me sick. In fact, uh, the reason why I got COVID a second time was because I was holding a baby, a cute little shit that uh, ended up having COVID. And uh, every time I see him, I was like, oh, you gave me COVID, but you're so damn cute. I'm going to pick you up anyway. See, I've always so, said you can't trust babies. No. Can't nope. trust them. No, they're freeloading disease vectors, but they're cute as hell and you can't stay away from them. <laughs> I'm trying to. Yeah, yeah. So um, we will we'll go to so I guess um, on um, on BTI uh, Trey Miguel he defeated Jason Hodge and that was talking BTI. Thank you, folks. Thank we're you trying. for talking BTI with us. They're trying. Yeah, they're they're trying. Jason Hodge. He's a so John Muse, our buddy John Muse, big fan of Jason Hodge. Big so Jason is, uh, Hodge guy. Yeah. Um, after the match, uh, Trey Miguel actually spray painted. Um, Jason Hotch spray painted his Trey Miguel logo on him. That's his new deal. So um, he's doing some NWO-ish type of stuff. It's very, very 96 of old Trey yeah. Miguel. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so the the show starts off. Uh, Dina was on screen to begin the match saying the following. I will walk the valley of the shadow of death and fear no evil. He then said that Violent by Design was not a faction, a group, but rather a movement led by a designer. That designer is now Cody, or Cody Diener, so I think they're calling him the designer. So that the movement has been reborn and cleansed in blood of the designer. Diener called out Sammy Callahan and dared him to confront him and his stablemates, Alan Angels and Khan. 
So the violent by design is now called the design, and I believe Diener is now called the designer. Actually, I, I can't remember if they called him Diener or designer tonight on the TV. I can't remember, but uh, so that's what we're looking at now. You know, what pro wrestling needs more guys who talk in long-winded soliloquies <laughs> that don't mean anything because we don't have enough of them now. Now we have Malachi Black back in AEW doing his whole, you know, Bray mm-hmm. Wyatt knockoff spiel where you just go on being verbose for minutes upon minutes of time, and now we have one in Impact. I can't. Yeah. I'm so excited about this. I just God, I hate this. Maybe, maybe, uh, maybe Bray Wyatt, Malachi Black, and now Diener will all meet up one day and start their own wrestling promotion. Well, they were just talking nonsensically for minutes on end and never really do anything. I wish we planned that bit beforehand because there's a control your narrative <laughs> joke that I can't find at the moment. <laughs> that's there. That if we had practiced this, we could have nailed it. But you know, I know this is what happens. Yeah, we don't. Yeah, you were too busy. We couldn't practice. <laughs> I was. I have a job. Pardon me. That's true. Yeah. Uh, after the promo, Hannafin and Ray Walt welcomed everybody. Um, and then we go to our first match. We got Heath and Rhino versus uh, the Motor City Machine Guns, Alex Shelley and uh, Chris Saban. A decent little match. It was, uh, you know, a good match. These guys are all pretty good, I guess. Yeah. Um, and uh, but the match was uh, a no contest because the major players uh, interfered, taking out both uh, Heath and I believe Alex Shelley took out both Heath and Alex Shelley. No, it was Chris Saban. Sorry. Um, and looks like it's probably going to be setting up some type of a three-way at the pay-per-view. It's impact. That's what we do. I'm not going to fight. I'm not even going to fight anymore. It's what we do. It's yeah. Fine. Yeah. Yeah. It's, 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 I don't know. Um, they, they have three tag teams. So now they they got to try to get them all intertwined at some point, I guess. So, um, I, I, I can't, I can't. Okay. I don't love this, but. You know when you're like it's almost payday and you open up the the you open up the pantry and you look and you're like we have the elements of food but not <laughs> yes. actual food like yeah. <laughs> I can just open up a jar of peanut butter and eat straight out of the jar of peanut butter right now like and mm-hmm. that's kind of how I feel but then you get to the point like oh I don't even have peanut butter maybe I'll just eat chocolate chips you know like yeah. that's kind of how I feel we are right now the the cupboard's a little bare and you can't complain about yeah. things. No, no. So it's like you kind of want to like be mad at Impact for some of the booking and some of the talent they're using, but you gotta use what you can. Yeah. At this what, point, what, what, since what, August, since August, they've lost so many people, and now they're just bringing in all these new people all the time, and they're trying to get them spun up and get them TV time. And so you you gotta do it. So look, I I don't hate that they're doing a three way here, and uh, honestly, the three way might end up being pretty good because. Look, look who's, I mean, Alex Shelley and Chris Saban are in it. And I think that they'll probably make it a decent match. Like you've also got to sell pay-per-views, right? And like, Oh, uh, we're, we're way beyond ever doing that again. <laughs> in, in theory, in theory, we have to give people a reason to watch pay-per-views. So we need to load up as much talent as we possibly can. I mean, like I got, I can't, I, I can't say anything ill of this booking right now. We're rubbing sticks together to make fire. Yeah, yeah, and may, and who knows? Maybe at the upcoming tapings, maybe we'll see some more debuts. Or you I know, last so. year, last year after Hard to Kill, I mean, that's when they brought in a ton of people. Um, and maybe, maybe we'll get something like that. Well, the, I don't know more. I don't yeah. know more. And they brought in Jonathan Gresham, and they yeah, brought in uh, quite a there, few. But there's, none there's of those people for, are available. There's a reason for that. <laughs> a promotion true, yeah. closed down uh, about one year ago that left a well, lot maybe, of people uh, looking for work. 
Well, maybe MLW will finally go out of business and then we'll get a bunch of people over on Impact. So Court's got to be independently wealthy, <laughs> right? Because like there's so many people that are on that show that yeah. could be working other places. Again, Josh, uh, the Galaxander Hammerstone and Josh would be a great television match if we ever got the chance to see it. Yeah, right. and I'm joke. I'm joking just because I'm still salty that MLW has blocked me and Court Bauer has blocked me. But uh, hey, I got to give them credit. I I like the current angle that they're doing with EJ and Duca, the judge, and Alexander Hammerstone. I'm gonna watch that match whenever it comes out. So you about I'm Richard interested Hall? in that. Do you about Richard? Oh, let's save that for the Patreon. That was on my list. Patreon. Yeah. Okay. Oh, sorry. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We, we have no, no notes. notes. We free yeah, no real this. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. No, I did. I did hear about that, but. Yeah. Uh, so I know I made fun. I don't want MLW to actually go out of business. In fact, no, actually, I think next month they're bringing in John Morrison. So there you go. Um, obviously, his uh, his independent rate has gone down a little bit. <laughs> so it <laughs> yes, was a yeah. It was a, the result was a no contest. Um, Heath and Rhino are still Impact Tag Champions. NFL Sunday Ticket is now on YouTube and YouTube TV, which means that it just got easier to be an NFL fan, even if you live far away. Like, maybe you like the Bears, but you're hibernating in Panthers territory. But with NFL Sunday Ticket, your out-of-market team is never more than a short distance away. Specifically, the distance from you to your remote control. NFL Sunday Ticket, now on YouTube and YouTube TV. Go to youtube.com slash presale to get $50 off. Terms and embargoes apply. Offer ends 919. No refund. Subscription auto renews. What's up? It's Kaylee Cuoco. When it comes to travel, we all have a happy place. I just went to my happy place. I just went to Maui, and it was truly amazing. Priceline has always been about getting you to your happy place for a happy price with deals you really can't find anywhere else, like up to 60% off select hotels in Costa Rica or five-star hotels for two-star prices in Cabo. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. Um, and then Scott Demore was uh, backstage. He was confronted by Josh Alexander, um, saying that he was a uh, Scott Demore saying that he was a fool for trusting uh, Tommy Dreamer. Um, well, Demore asked him if he had to, if he had to take the approach, but Alexander emphasized that he had to before going to the ring. Zicky Dice and Johnny Swinger were backstage with Demore and asked for a title match, but Demore told Swinger to win fifty matches and he would get it. They totally missed the boat on this. I we need Josiah's. Uh, recap back Fightful screwed this up because he comes into the scene on his little cart thing being pushed by Zicky Dice and he tells Demore he goes come on Demore I'm all gassed up let's get me a title shot (laughs) (laughs) Uh, they they missed an opportunity to work some like uh Tales of the Territory stuff in with with Swinger right because like that's his show right like it just yeah it's opportunity he he's the best like every week i just um i just want one run with the swing man you know like one (laughs) i just put put the digital media title on him for just a little bit Mm because it'll be really funny yeah uh next we go to uh, another skit impact knockouts champion jordan grace and mickey james are doing a photo shoot to promote their title versus career match at hard to kill and then during the photo shoot, they actually had them do a face-off. And I thought this was actually pretty cool, pretty interesting. Where they're doing a face-off, and then they're holding the title up, and then they started talking trash to each other for real. And it started to get a little bit heated. I'm like, that's cool. I, I like that. Because 
because in the UFC and in boxing, they always bring them up and they're like, they talk all this trash and press conferences and stuff like that and through media, but then they have them doing these photo shoots and they're all amicable, they're friends and stuff like that. So I like it that in wrestling, we did something similar, but they, they still kept the heat. I thought that was cool. No, I agree. And I, I don't know if I've ever seen an angle. Like I can't think of one off the top of my head, I, right? A photo fo- like so. Because we've been saying get away from the contracts and get away from the contracts mm-hmm. and do something different. This was different. This made sense. Like this was creative. Like, like what a what a cool environment to do something like this. I'm a big fan. It's like a yeah. photo shoot. Like I I I like this. Just like just like in theory, the app the execution was actually really good too. But just the theory of like, hey, like let's take the typical tropey pro wrestling confrontation thing but do it in a unique environment but you're 100 right because we see these type of things all the time in combat sports and you're right everyone's all cool there but yeah. then in the <laughs> my favorite thing is when they do the the press conference and they do the nose to nose thing and it looks like they're about to make out because they get so damn close mm-hmm. where their noses are pushing <laughs> up to each other that's always awkward but anyways this was a good scene i really i really like this um mickey gonna win yeah yeah i think so yeah, i think so yeah. too yeah yeah, we'll, we'll we'll get into that in our preview of Hard to Kill coming up in a few weeks. But yeah, no, I'm totally picking Mickey. I, I don't see her retiring. Oh, CM, no CM Punk's out yeah. there, you know, doing Instagram pictures with her. So, you know, I see it too. CM see Punk that? did an Instagram picture with Mickey? Yeah, did you see it? He posted a picture of, uh, he's, first he posted a picture of him and Festus. And then he posted oh. one with him and Mickey James. So oh, Mickey, so... by the way, looks the exact same as she did like 17 years ago. It's wild. But yeah. Yeah, um, yeah Mickey, looks... Mickey James looks great. Okay, that was great. I read that in the chat, and I'm trying not to get in trouble at work, and I yeah. just about laughed my ass off at that. <laughs> yeah, so is uh, Punk coming to Impact? Should we clip this part and do the headline, Punk uh, Punk teases yeah. Impact? All right, that's no. even that's even lowbrow <laughs> for us. Yeah, yeah, it is. Yeah, I mean, I mean, I'm gonna tweet the graphic, of course. I got to keep the gimmick alive. Got to keep the gimmick alive, like, <laughs> and then get everybody mad when they click on it and figure, oh, they're not talking about that, right? Uh, so Savannah Evans with Tasha Steeles uh, took on Taya Valkyrie with uh, Jessica and Rosemary, the Death Dolls. Um, okay, match. Um, Taya Valkyrie ended up losing here, which I thought was kind of weird. I yeah. yeah, I was surprised. But you know, hey, Tasha Steele's resigned with the company. She's not going anywhere, so that was good news. So maybe they're going to try to get behind Evans and Steele's here, man. So Evans got the got the big victory over Taya, who's Taya's a star, and uh, and took the L here. So I, I like I like this. I like Evans winning here. You know. This show has always said that Tasha Steeles was probably going to stick around Impact. We yeah. never, we never floated theories that she was probably bound for other companies. We knew that she wasn't ever no. going to go anywhere. Like, no, no, we we're not we're not the type of guys that uses you know deductive reasoning, right? And noticing that like ten people are leaving all at the same time, so you no. naturally assumed that Tasha would be one of those people. We weren't those guys. We had hope. We had faith. Especially when Tasha was going to stick around. Especially when she did like six or seven jobs in a row. Like we would never speculate on someone leaving in that case. It's just, it was just, you know, we didn't understand the long-term booking of pinning your former champion six, seven times in a row uh, when her contract's about to expire. We just didn't understand what they were doing. They were building a star. Yeah. See, they're playing 4D chess and we're out here playing tiddling winks, man. We, yeah. No, of course not. 
<laughs> I was surprised. I'm not gonna lie. I thought she was, thought she was gone, yeah. dude. She was tweeting pictures from AEW crowds she, and tweeting was. pictures with her and all the AEW. And I don't know if she was using that as like a, a negotiating negotiation tactic, but um, I'm glad she's staying because I think that she's better off here than uh, than if she were to go to AEW right now. If if Impact matched the money, she's definitely better off here. Meet the old work, same as the new work. Um, yeah. hey man, in the in these trying times. When the economy can be sketchy, you use everything to your advantage, including, hey, I have friends over here. So yeah. good for her. I hope she got paid yes. a lot. Or reasonable, uh, you know. Yeah, me too. Uh, then there was a really cool vignette of uh, the Bullet Club's Ace Austin and Chris Bay from their excursion in New Japan. Uh, they're currently 6-2 and two in uh, the Best of the Super Juniors World – no, Super Juniors World Tag League, not Best of the Super Juniors, which I think Austin is in that again this year. But So they're 6-2 and two in uh, the Junior Tag League, man. So have you been able to catch any of that? You know, I have not. The I'm not. My wrestling watching is like dr plummeting. It's it's work to get anything, and I've just been following on stuff online. They're doing well, right? Like, yeah. um, I thought they'd have more of a collapse at this point, but they haven't like collapsed. You know, no, they're, they're staying. In, in fact, they're heading. In fact, they're heading towards kind of the finals. There, they, they could are. be in the in the the final teams there. So, because I mean, um, that, that Gato, well, that Gato booking usually with the Gaijins is they come out super strong and then they kind of fade toward the end. You know, um, mm -hmm. Moxley at the 2019 G1 being a, a perfect example of that, which I kind of thought yeah. was going to happen with these two, but um, maybe they win. I don't think that's crazy to yeah. say that. I I don't think that's crazy at all, and in fact, I think that they should win. I I think they they should win, and then they could set up a big. Uh, a big junior um, tag team championship match with um, it's TJP and Akira, right? So TJP they could actually have a big match, have a big match with them at the dome. I think that'd be awesome. Or I don't know if that match would actually make the dome because the that'll make the dome huge this year. You think the it dome will? is? I think it will make the dome this year because it, okay. it might open. It won't be it won't open like the Rambo will open or something like that. I think it could right. be the second match, and because again, New Japan kind of books traditional like where the card yeah. gets better as it goes up it's very old school books so I, I i think you could see that and bullet club united empire has been a big theme through the company mm -hmm. this year and i think it'd be a good match uh the dome is yeah. going to be wild this year man oh my gosh yeah another big story that we will talk about on patreon head over to patreon.com slash fight game media and we're so we have a little bit of impact news but jd and i we're gonna riff on all the news happening in pro wrestling because there's lots of big stories going around impact news is kind of slow right now so we're gonna just riff for a little while make sure you get that patreon content um moose then attacked Bupinder Gujar backstage telling him to uh, leave a message to impact digital media champion joe hendry um, and then we cut to another vignette with Delirious in his Delirious language, <laughs> which was a subtitled and the subtitles where he was challenging Eddie Edwards to a match later this evening. Um, and I think that was supposed to be the main event of the night was a Delirious and Eddie Edwards, but they got bumped. <laughs> I think, I mean, you know, yeah. my feeling, you know, my feelings on Delirious. I actually think he used to run ring of honor booking meetings in the voice it's more it's way funny if you imagine it that way <laughs> yeah it was probably more more coherent than his booking yeah. um, <laughs> so um <laughs> and then next next we go to the uh the the repackaged uh the new and improved con who used to be called well, Connor uh, in wwe a uh, member of the ascension um come, a, he's the same gimmick same guy bold, same look but bold statement of you man to say it's better but yes continue <laughs> No, it's same gimmick, same everything. Um, I saw a picture of him floating around over the weekend because he was at the um, 
impacted their their IPWF show, like their spoof on 80s wrestling. That show was over the weekend. Mm-hmm. There's a picture of him kind of like dressed like Demolition, but with the Demolition mask. And I'm like, they should just do that. He actually looks kind of like, like that's a crazy look. Maybe they should do that. Because right now, he just... Well. He just <laughs> He kind of just looks like a like a military veteran who's like cutting promos from the front seat of his truck, talking about how much he hates the Democrats. Like he just <laughs> looks like one of those guys, right? So maybe we should cover his fucking face up and do something different with him. I mean, that's kind of what old Triple H did with him. <laughs> God, nearly a decade ago. I mean, sure, that's a great yeah. comparison, by the way. I'm going to use yeah. that somewhere. So that's a really good one. Yeah. Um. You remember you know what this? Do you know what looking at Khan makes me think? God, I miss Joe Doring. Yeah, yeah. I mean, man, prayers out to Joe Doring, man. I hope yeah. He's okay. but, what a yeah. what a downgrade. What a... I I know. Yeah, it's like yeah. Uh, Joe Doring on Wish. Because so the 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 match the match wasn't bad. They were telling That's a story. Fine. Big Con got the Con got the victory. Actually, he got he got uh, um, Diener distracted Callahan, and then Con hit him with a power slam. Um, he did botch uh, uh, one of the moves that they it was a, a spine buster. He botched like they just were on the same page. For the most part, it was fine. Um, I'm I'm actually glad because like hey, look, these are the guys that you're gonna get right now. Um, people that aren't on WWE or AEW's radar. So you got to go with the the horses you have. And this is one of the guys. And so if you're going to go with him and you need to make him into something, he's got to get victories. And so you got to give him victories over your, your name, named opponent, your name stars. So they're going to try to build something here. So go with it. Um, I look, it's not that interesting to me, but I see what they're doing. You know, be careful what you wish for, because you just might get it. For months on this show, we said they got to do something different with Violent by Design. They got to do something different with Violent by Design. <laughs> you know, this Violent by Design thing is just played out. We need to do something different. Well, they gave it to us. Here it is. Yeah. Something different. <laughs> yeah. And worse. Yeah. Not exactly what I was asking for, guys, but no. uh, you did give us something different. So I guess uh, I guess I can't it's complain. Well, I can't. Mon- the Impact Monkey's paw got us. Yeah. Uh, X Division champion Trey Miguel was interviewed backstage with Jim Miller regarding defacing the title. So he spray painted the title after he had, he won it at Overdrive. Uh, Miguel said that people calling it disrespectful was an interesting choice of words. Miguel nearly spray painted Miller before he was interrupted by Crazy Steve, and then Steve told Miguel that his actions have consequences, and that he's an artist of his own, but he does it in blood. Teasing a match between the two, which I think is set up for this weekend in Florida. So should be on the TV here in the next uh, week or two. So sure, why not? Trey, Trey Miguel, his heel work is great. I really like what he's doing as a heel. I and agree. So, yeah. yeah, and Crazy Steve is a baby face that you beat. So there you go. Mm-hmm. I like it. Um, well, Impact. Oh, well, I'll say better Crazy Steve than uh, than Taurus. Yeah. Um, Josh Alexander came to the ring in uh, complete gear. He said he was. Uh, he took some time to think about how he wanted to respond to bully Ray's antics at Overdrive. Alexander said that he would have an open challenge for the title, but said that he is the only guy to face for the title. Alexander called out Bully Ray, telling him that he would have his match at, on Hard to Kill unless coming to the ring is what he was afraid of. Bully Ray was backstage looking at photos from Overdrive where he was attacking Alexander and his wife and said that he would not allow the match to happen now as he made the promise and he ke- he keeps up to his promise. He lives up to his word to have it at Hard to Kill. Um, but instead, Mike Bailey just randomly um, answers the challenge and then they call for a referee. And now we have an impromptu world title match between uh, Josh Alexander and Mike Bailey. And uh, look. No storyline, no nothing, but Josh Alexander put a challenge out there, and Mike Bailey wanted a piece, so he came to the ring. I dig it, man. Um, and then uh, 
So, so go. What were your thoughts on Alexander promo and then Bully Ray kind of ducking him? I hate you. You know my thoughts on this. No, <laughs> yeah, no one in the world can convince me this is good. Um, I know we have to push who we have, but do we have to have Bully Ray? I'm still I, gonna. I, think, I still. I still. Yeah. You know, it's still not good. It's. It's um, available. <laughs> I guess. This was fun. It's zero storyline, but I mean, like, sometimes you don't need it. Thank you. I was just about. To, I was trying sometimes, to find the worst way. To, I was trying to find the best yeah. way to phrase that, but you took the words right out of my mouth. It's like I think it's starting to become like over. It's overplayed the amount of like. Well, that like, I saw some people like. Well, these people can't have a match. There's no story between. Them. Like, look, you can have a match. Not every yeah. match needs a story. Like, there should be storylines. Yes. Right, everything should be building towards something. But they, we got this WWE brain where if two people are on a program, they have to wrestle every week on television. And mm-hmm. no, no, it doesn't have to be. In fact, it should not be that way. Like especially when the marquee says wrestling, right? Yeah. Well, and I do have to correct you there, JD. There was Please. a story. Josh Alexander I'm... issued a challenge, well, which is all you need. Mike, yeah. And Mike and Mike Bailey was available and wanted to test himself against the world heavyweight champion. So he answered the challenge, try to make a name for himself. You know what I mean? I have zero qualm with any of this. Yeah. So we we on this show, we did um take impact and AEW specifically, because those are the two promotions we watch the most, mm-hmm. of putting out good matches in lieu of storylines in lieu of angles. So you have to have both, right? Mm-hmm. But you don't always have to have – it doesn't have to be one or the other or whatever. I think there's an active storyline going on, and Bully Ray ducked the challenge, and then all of a sudden Mike Bailey answered the challenge because he guess what? The World Heavyweight Champion's in the ring, and I think I'm the best, and I'm going to go prove that I'm the best. And he came out to the ring to accept that challenge. I think that's a good story. I think that's a good little side story. It, uh, we didn't need an angle. We didn't need heat. We needed two guys wanting to wrestle for the World Heavyweight Championship, and sometimes that's what you get. I love it. I think you're right. I think we saw by the same token we talked about we watched AEW and, and Impact. Those are our promotions. Last night on Dynamite, you saw Samoa Joe wrestle Darby Allen, and people like lost their minds. Mm-hmm. They lost their minds. Why is this match happening? Why is one of the most over guys in the company getting a title match? Like, yeah, and like it's fine. It was a great match. It was. The, I said it in our group chat. So this is the first time Joe's looked like Joe in years. It was- and it, it was did, the best Joe match in a, in a, probably five years. I agree, hundred percent. Like him and yeah. Darby, like because Darby's really good at taking ass kickings, and Samoa Joe is incredible at giving ass kickings. So like mm-hmm. they really work perfectly together, and I think that match did more to help build Joe, and they also work Wardlow in, so it becomes another chapter onto two stories. That's how wrestling goes, man. It's not just yeah. who spilled coffee on who backstage or who's trying to do demon possessions and stabbing people in the heart and whatever. <laughs> like, like this can yeah. be, it doesn't have to be. You can have, you can have all of it. You can have yeah, all of it, right? No, maybe not all of it. Maybe, 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 maybe not all of it. We don't need to stick all of it, but I mean, like, <laughs> like this was great. This was, this was both instances was just good wrestling on TV with a purpose. Like, again, it's wrestling. Yeah. I can beat you. I want to beat you. I don't like you. That's all I need. Why don't you yeah. like me? Oh, okay. Yeah. You know? And the story and the story of it was a, it's, it's impromptu. So you thought you were going to get Eddie Edwards versus delirious, but this impromptu match happened. Right. Um, and so now, uh, and then it, it goes, it's it's going on for a while. And then halfway through the match, like, hey, look, these guys went over. 
these guys are at the 30 minute mark. We don't have time for Eddie Edwards and Delirious. We got to push that match to next week. They actively told you that in the match, which I thought was fantastic. Kind of like what Mid South used to do with the standby yes! matches. I was so just gonna have- say that. Yes. <laughs> so it was classic, it was classic territory stuff. A challenge was issued, a challenge was accepted. We, we you know, it's not it's not a pay-per-view, right? So we don't need to build up to this heat, this crescendo. It's a weekly television, so they had the match. So I loved it. And then of course. These are two of the best fucking wrestlers on the planet. I love yes. both of these guys so much. I make fun of Mike Bailey for his promos because as because uh, he sounds kind of like a weenie. That's that's what I called him yeah. last week. He kind of sounds like a weenie, um, but goddamn is he good and goddamn is Josh Alexander good. And these guys just so like halfway through, you're like, oh my gosh, are these guys going to keep going? Man, they went 59 minutes, 59 minutes and 40 seconds. Um, just had an absolute classic. If you're only going to watch one thing from this show, watch this match. It's actually going to be released tomorrow. So probably by the time you're listening to this, it'll have been released on, on the Impact uh, YouTube channel, commercial free. So without all the commercial edits, um, it's it's great. I have, I have one criticism of it and one criticism and that's it. The crowd fucking sucked. The crowd was dead for most of the match. They picked it up there at the end. Um, the crowd in Louisville is completely burnt out. This was the second night in the city. Impact. Look, these shows are taped. Okay. And I typically wouldn't be an advocate for this, but for this promotion right now, especially with all the different things they're going through, it's time to get it's time to get crowdsharing.wave and hit that button in the background. Get hire somebody that's good at that stuff and make it flow up and down through the matches like you did in the empty arena days. I was just saying, we, just, have, it. And we just, have the file. And just, <laughs> right, and just kind of pipe it in on top of the crowd noise that's already there. Just make it in the background. Make it just a little bit louder because it was noticeably quiet in the arena. Um, yeah. And don't do it too loud to where you can't hear the strikes because I think that's a big part of Bailey and uh, Alexander's games. You want to hear the strikes, but the there, there was only 200 people there and they were mostly sitting on their hands the whole time it was like watching japanese clap crowd stuff right? yes yes yeah. it was it's uncomfortable you're right wwe does it ahead and here's a spoiler they've been doing it for 30 years like Sat- saturday night's main event is like a perfect example if they want to know how to do it correctly and do it where it actually looks and sounds nice call up mm-hmm. old uh dickie ebersol and watch an old saturday night's main event they did it perfectly on those shows yeah, it can't it can be done. Like it's yeah. not that hard. Like I, I agree. Like, especially especially and again, we talk about this a lot. We tape these things, right? Yeah. Tape, listen to me. We film these things ahead of time. You know, these things are stored and edited. They're on tape delay. You can tweak it. You can sweeten it as the term means. Mm-hmm. Like, um, this is a great match. And again, I don't I don't know why. I don't okay. This I'm a wrestling fan. I love going to watch wrestling. I don't understand why you go to shows and just sit there. I don't get it. I watch it. It's, it's not just Impact. AW, WWE, you see it sometimes too. You see a crowd. and like, yeah, I can't wait to go see some wrestling. And then they're just sitting there like they're at the movies. Yeah. <laughs> like, make some freaking noise, man. You're at a wrestling show. See, I'm raising my son right. Taught him that yeah. when you're at a wrestling show, you get up, you go crazy. Right? You mm-hmm. cheer. You be loud. You be obnoxious. We're wrestling fans, damn it. We have no manners. We're not supposed yeah. to. Yeah, yeah and agree. and and typically I would blame the wrestlers for the crowd being quiet, but you can't do that at this nope. instance. They these guys tore the house down. They had an instant classic, one of the better matches in Impact history. Definitely one of the top TV matches in Impact history. Absolutely. I I don't know that it, if 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 it's even going to get a star rating, but I, I get the feeling it's going to be at that four and a half to four and three quarter mark. Uh, I don't think it gets the full five because the audience was too crowd. quiet. I yeah, don't know the crowd. Gets, I don't know if it gets over four and a quarter because of the crowd. 
to be honest with you, because they they well, they grade yeah. on a curve. Like you know, they they, they do. Gra- if they the, grade on a curve. If the, crowd, if the crowd's into it, that that could propel it up. If there's Huge. crowd heat, and there was no real crowd heat, and it's not because it wasn't you know story yet or whatever. You know, these are two of the most popular guys in the, in the company, but the crowd was just dead. They're burnt out. Mm-hmm. This was like their third or fourth time in the year of going to Louisville, and this was their second night in a row of being there. And this was the very last night on the show on the second night. It's uh, it's it's rough when you're impact. To, yeah, to it, do that. It is. I mean, I understand you're saving money by doing these things, but you hurt the product a little bit. And I guess again, this you does it matter? Does does Anthem care if this match gets four and a quarter, four and three quarter, whatever? No. No. But it hurts my television viewing experience. <laughs> yeah. You know? Yeah. Yeah, it does. well, and I, I think I think it would just help everything. And they don't have to do it for every match, but for these big matches that they want, especially now that they're going to release it on YouTube, they'll probably put it on Facebook and all their different media, mm-hmm. social media. You know, sweeten it. Just yeah. there's no harm in that. Just sweeten it. You know what no, I mean? It's TV. Like the moment yeah. you edit from one shot to another, you're changing the perceptions of reality. You put a light up. Right. The moment you yeah. light something, you're reshaping what it actually looks like. So what's the difference? Right. Mm-hmm. You're adding yeah. music. Like, why not? I mean, it's disheartening when they when they uh, when they don't like try to make things better. That's one of my one of my big complaints about this company. Sometimes I feel like we just don't put like on the production end specifically, never on the wrestling end, but on the production end specifically. I feel like we're not always trying yeah, no, we're we're definitely not always trying. Um, so here I'm just gonna I don't want to go blow by blow because this was a 60 Please minute don't. match, but I'll go I'll go to the end here, and then we'll, we'll we'll head over to Patreon. So Bailey placed Alexander on the top row before getting Alexander and going for the flamingo driver, kind of his version of the one winged angel. Um, but Alexander rolled over and hit a stylish clash before locking in the ankle lock again. I popped huge for this one. Uh, Bailey hit up kicks on Alexander's head to break the hold. But Alexander caught Bailey and hit the close your eyes and count to fuck pouch. What the hell is that? They said hit the close. So this is what? spiteful, by the way. I missed Josiah already. Said hit the close your eyes and count to fuck pile driver on Bailey. I don't know what is that, that what means. it's called. I've never heard that. Me neither. Um, Ale- Alexander hit a series of knee strikes before connecting the C4 spike. Oh, so he's talking about the twisting pile driver. That's it's called close your eyes and count to fuck. I've dude, I've never heard that. I've before. never heard that. I'm, I'm gonna, I don't know who this clown that wrote this is. Watch, oh, are uh, we dorks that we just don't know? Like, is it maybe called it I don't somewhere know. else? I've never, I've never heard that. That's asinine. All right, Alexander hit a series of knee strikes before connecting the C4 too. spike. Yeah, and then uh, he had the death stare at this point, and then he hit a second and final C4 spike with 20 seconds left on the clock. Um, so, um, at actually at the 50 minute mark is when pens are started. Be like, if we 50 minutes gone by, 10 minutes remaining, he started doing the at the 50 minute mark because of the 60 minute time limit. And I thought that was pretty cool too, added something to the match. Um, a tired but triumphant Alexander stood tall as the extended broadcast ended. So, yeah, they actually went seven minutes overtime into the, into the New Japan show and then they cut right to, um, FTR versus, um, Jeff Cobb and, um, fuck what's the great Okan. <laughs> Great Ocon, the great fucking I love that guy. Um, yeah, it went right into that yeah. tag title match. So um, you know, one of one of the all time classic uh pro wrestling matches on impact, man. I, I loved this match. I thought it was uh thought it was great. It reminded me of the marathon it reminded me of the marathon match that uh Josh had with TJP about ooh, 18 months ago, something like that. Maybe yeah, two years. Yeah. 
But I like this better because you, you didn't know when it was going to end. And I like that they did it in the middle of the show. Mm-hmm. And it was just kind of like, like, oh, wow, we had no idea this was going to happen. So we have to just stick with it. I I, I like because with Iron Man matches, don't get me wrong, I still like Iron Man. I know some people don't like him, but you don't really get into the match like the last 15 minutes. Right. Right. Because that because you're you know that at 60 minutes, that's when the match is over or you can get overtime with this. You know, the match could end at any moment. I To me, that's more intense. To me, that's more exciting. Personal no, I, preference. I, no, I, I don't disagree at all. Um, I think this was a good call. Again, something happened on the show that necessitated this. But, you know, it yeah. worked. It's, I, I, I'm kind of, I don't know if glad is the word I use, but, like, I like the surprise. Again, you and I have gone back and forth on our love for 1984 Mid-South, and that's something they would yeah. do is they would have stand mm-hmm. they would have standby matches that you would have to go to sometimes because, oh, we have a standby match ready to go. Or, you know, Ric Flair and Sting was the same way, although we all knew that was going to go 45, you know, and like, oh, we have, <laughs> we're putting this match in the show right now, but we have two matches to go after in case, okay, whatever, guys. This was uh, a pleasant surprise because it's not uncommon in this stage to see the world champion show up in the middle of the show. Yeah. Right. We see absolutely. it a lot. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Well, Hey guys, that's going to do it for the recap portion of the show here on the free feed on, if you're listening to us on Apple podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts, or if you're watching us on YouTube, on the fight game media YouTube channel, head over to Patreon and we're going to keep the conversation going there. Head over to patreon.com slash fight game media for more content. Um, And, yep, that's going to do it for us. Patreon, stick around. Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate megastores led by Walmart and Target are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall credit card bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off, my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall credit card bill.